1: It is November 5th, 2023. The year is almost over, and we are here with Gigantic Pop number 10. I'm joined by Matt Morgan, Raj Geary. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and today we are talking about Bloodsport, WWE Crown Jewel, AEW, Ric Flair, Tony Khan's huge announcement, and uh, everything that's going on in the world. Of entertainment, sports, and otherwise. Good to see you guys. Can't believe it's been a week already.
2: Very quickly. That went by very quick.
1: Yes. As as they do as we go older, get older, right? Yes. Oh god, yeah.
0: (laughs) Too fast. I mean, this year alone, it's like, oh my gosh, we're already starting to make new year's plans. It's like, man, just felt like we just did that, you know, (laughs) a few months ago.
1: I know. I know. Soon it'll be 2024. Uh, so today Raj Raj, we gave you a lot of crap on the wrestling Inc. podcast about the fact you have never seen the movie, the Goonies, right? More glaring to the point, even Baron Corbin, the lone wolf himself today said, wait, Raj, how have you never seen Bloodsport?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'll admit, uh, had no desire to see it. Um, and saw it yesterday and I, I've been missing out my whole life. I thought it was pretty great. You know, with, like with the Goonies, when I saw it, I was like, nah, you know, I, I could have gone without it. <laughs> but Bloodsport, uh, you know, after the first 30 minutes uh, with the, the fight sequences and everything, they still hold up. Uh, I thought it was uh, yeah, pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah. I mean, Matt, what do you remember? I don't know anyone that saw Bloodsport in theaters when we were kids, but that was the home no. video.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was a rental from Blockbuster. Actually, well, not even Blockbuster, the uh, mom-and-pop video store down the street from our house.
1: <laughs> I miss those. Remember the independent video stores? Remember when the grocery store tried to get in on the video rental oh, action?
2: of course I do. Yeah. Yes. That's where I, my mom used to park me when she'd go food shopping. There right. or a ball pit because that'd be the only way I'd go uh, shopping with her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you know that's uh, part... I oh, to wrestling
2: to. illustrated magazines in the magazine section because they had like tons of wrestling magazines back when we were kids too.
0: Yep, the wrestler, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, yeah, Inside Wrestling. Um, but you know why I probably didn't see it is this came out in 1988, and in '88 was like the peak of my fandom. I was just renting every time I went to the video stores wrestling video, wrestling videotapes. <laughs> so yeah. it was like all the yeah. same video all the time.
1: Yep. Wow. So Bloodsport is based on the true story. Of Frank Dukes, who <laughs> talked about the secret missions he ran for the CIA, and uh, his uh, undefeated track record uh, of fights in the underground Kumite. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did not learn until like five years ago that there is no proof the Kumite ever existed, and that Frank Dukes likely made all of this up.
0: I think the director even said, like, uh, the guy that backed up Frank Dukes' story later told him it was all BS. And, like, Frank Dukes put him up to it. So, but (laughs) great story.
1: (laughs) I remember, I remember my dad had a friend who was like a Vietnam veteran and was really into martial arts. And I remember having dinner with him, and I was like, so what do you know about this kumite thing? And he was like, what do you you mean? I don't know of the kumite. I'm like, no, I get that it's secret, but you can tell me. What do you know about the kumite? And I remember him just looking at me like I was crazy as I wanted to talk about like blood sport and this underground world of martial arts. And uh, yeah, I I was convinced it was a conspiracy that it was so secret. Even an experienced martial artist would not tell you the secrets of the kumite.
0: Kind of like Fight Club before there was Fight Club. Yes,
1: Um so in this movie jean-claude van damme is going to enter this uh we've got ogre from revenge of the nerds is the american doesn't he look
0: like a like a like a small braun Strowman,
1: <laughs> right oh matt you're uh, muted okay. no still nothing for matt we'll figure it out figure it out bear yeah. with us a second folks matt's gonna figure that it was working matt i don't know what happened maybe try holding it down Uh, Oh, there we go. There it is.
2: So he looks like, no, he looks like a typical like all Japan Gaijin wrestler (laughs) from the 80s, like fill in the blank for a rando American that, you know, couldn't get over here per se. I might make fun of them, but uh, being brought into all Japan because they have like they're over 280
0: pounds. (laughs) and he uh it's funny like how times have changed because his the the, like his first scene or the first scene where him and van damme are in the same spot he's like hitting on this girl on this bus so i i I assumed he was a heel and like van damme was going to beat him up but no he was a he was a baby face
2: yeah weird right seeing him in that role (laughs) but um, especially because he was ogre in
1: revenge of the nerds yeah yeah Yeah.
2: definitely one of the all-time bullies for movies um for our, our era as kids Wait, Raj, I hear Glenn correctly earlier say that um lo- what did he say Lone Wolf tweeted at Lone about Wolf not Baron Corbin.
1: This? Yeah. He, he made
2: fun of you for not seeing this.
1: He did. <laughs> Finally getting his shots it. back in, Matt, after all those years, uh, you talked about the skinny fat and the skulllet.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Hey, everyone had to got, to got to take their great shots at me. It's my turn. No, I'm just <laughs> um that's awesome but you should feel horrible about that raj because like again this is yet another movie where we all like did they just not let you out of your house well what happened for you to miss all of these classics
0: i think i'm almost all caught up now like, with, with Bloodsport, i think i'm i'm almost there there's
1: gonna be another <laughs>
2: one glenn throws
0: out there you're like nope never saw it
1: um i don't know though matt i mean let me just pose this question i think this is true for you and i would you trade Raj's bank account to erase all that pop culture from your memory
2: to cut you off there and say, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Actually though, I would love a sir. I mean, even aside from that, you know what the the best thing ever would be right now. I Mm. don't want something that recommends movies to me. I want something that can erase movies. I love from my memory so I can watch them from the first time. again. Mm. Ooh,
2: that's a hell of an invention someone could ever figure it out yeah total
1: of, recall style you like, know like
0: eternal yeah. eternal spotless yeah. mind yeah yeah,
1: that would be incredible um it would but no this movie was major for so many reasons so one you know this this is where the idea for ufc came from and they've they've kind of said as much that this at least got the ball rolling because we used to talk about this as a kid like what's better you know boxing yeah taekwondo mm-hmm. karate krav maga like there was always that argument brazilian jiu-jitsu i think mm-hmm. we've learned that brazilian jiu-jitsu i think is is still the yes. dominant in ufc
2: that in, in amateur style wrestling if you're 280 pounds yeah. it's named brock lesnar right.
1: yeah <laughs> and yeah. then
2: and then on fight day you're at
0: 310 <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. yeah i mean it looks very ufc-ish so you could definitely see the mm-hmm. uh the inspiration for for those early ufc's yeah. for sure and i know mirko krokop he he kind of got into mma because of this movie so yeah best kick one of the most lethal kickers of all time i i still think he has the most lethal kick of all time i forgot how impressive his kicks are he i mean they look amazing i mean when i first started watching i was like oh my god what, what have these guys gotten me into because Every scene looks like it was done in one take with the acting. and, yeah. and Sometimes that's kinda... all you need, Raj. <laughs>
2: that's, the, that's the humor in most of it. But, like, the right. fight scenes were really good. And the once heels the fight... were very
0: good. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of that game Punch-Out, where all the heels kind of have their yes. own personalities. Yes.
2: yeah, And you keep really working cool. your way up. It, honestly, mm-hmm. it's the same. If you really look at it with the tournament breakdown, it's kind of very similar. You better have seen this. I'm going to be very mad at you. Over the top with Sylvester Stallone oh. Raj. Oh, yeah. Oh God,
0: yeah! I Had the soundtrack.
1: That's another
2: movie we should probably cover on the show. But did you ever turn
1: movie. your hat around when you were yes. doing arm wrestling? You know, sure to God. You I itch.
2: swear on the Holy Bible, yes, yes, as a kid,
0: yes. And I always like how this was the, the special <laughs> I did <move>. that too,
2: <laughs> guys. Remember, I told you I before I was about to fight my friend Josh Schultz, I um, <laughs> put a Jake the Snake Roberts and Bruce Beefcake figure <laughs> in his freaking locker so it'd fall out on him. I'm like that's what's coming to you sleeper hole ddt after school (laughs) so if i'm doing crap like that to get in kids heads you don't think i'm doing this during the card wrestling like over the top hell yeah There was
1: so much shit we believed as kids i was seeing a reddit post the other day somebody found a backpack with like a bunch of coffee beans in it and it was like oh they were trying to smuggle drugs because they saw beverly hills cop and they thought coffee would mask (laughs) the smell of the drugs um, I mean, we thought that as a kid. Apparently it doesn't. Everyone, because of Die Hard 2, everyone thought Glocks could defeat metal detectors because they were made uh, of porcelain. Um, we No all offense. Thought, you. Yeah. Really quick. No offense. Yeah. To you. Your childhood's a
2: hell of a lot smarter than my childhood because <laughs> my childhood, all that, those last two things would have stumped me. I would have no curiosity whatsoever or knowledge that those were two real things
1: okay well, well those are i mean they're not uh, but yeah people thought they were <laughs> but but here's the two also we believe if you break somebody's neck they'll die um okay. in a fight or if you hit them in the nose because a uh, fire starter you'll shove the bone up into their brain and they'll die yeah is yes. that not true i i, I mean yes uh, wait, is it I, I, if, you I, do, I, if you do that punch how often do you hear... Like, but Matt, like Bruce what,
0: Willis did it in Last Boy Scout.
1: Okay, would, but he do that but class. here's my question. Our entire lives... Matt, you live in Florida. A lot of crazy headlines come out of there. I never <laughs> yeah. see a headline that says somebody killed somebody in a fight by hitting them in the nose and shoving their nose bone up into their brain and killing them. Uh, stay yeah, tuned. I'll be, like,
0: your, I'll, I'll be your hashtag Florida man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Florida last year, there was a news story about uh, this woman trying to kill her husband with a frozen squirrel. So... It, there we go. Yeah, that sounds Florida. Hey. Florida. But
1: I'm saying for movies, we thought a lot of things that we we yeah. had a lot of – it was like the John Mulaney bit about quicksand. We all thought quicksand was going to be, you know, one in, one in ten chance that's how you were going to go was in quicksand. Um, that's I mean there call, was a actually. lot of stuff, yeah. you know, that that's we saw growing call. up as kids that we were afraid of, right? Yes. Um, I mean, I still won't swim in the ocean because I'm convinced the shark is going to get me. Yes. But uh, so with with Bloodsport, yeah, I mean, you would see those fights. And when the UFC came out, that when someone was telling me about UFC, my first question was like, well, how are they going to deal if somebody like dies in the ring? Because it isn't to the death. And they were like, no. And I was like, well, that's not as interesting. then." Um, although, uh, but with UFC, that was the expectation. Like, was. I think. I
2: remember.
1: And I would still like to see somebody should do if, like somebody should really try and do a Lucha Underground style show where it's like wrestling meets blood sport. Like I would watch the hell out of that.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, that would would actually be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, But, you know, this movie is also the reason, in addition to UFC, it's also the reason we have the video game series Mortal Kombat. They originally wanted Mm -hmm. to make a Jean-Claude Van Damme game. Uh, He had his rights signed with Sega at the time for a game that never came out. And that's why Johnny Cage is essentially Jean-Claude Van Damme originally in Mortal Kombat.
2: Wow. That's a great call, Glenn. I forgot about that and what a instant classic back when we were kids that game that's the game that you'd go to any restaurant even if you hated the fast food restaurant didn't want you want the food in it you would go there because
0: it had that video game mortal Kombat. there yeah it's still huge today and uh remember wcw they had their mortal Kombat crew it's called blood runs cold you had like glacier and (laughs) you tried like uh and then uh, what's his uh, um mortis mortis Mortis? Mortis? Mortis.
2: yeah (laughs) who else and then they had what's his name? Um, the God, he was part of um, to say it. Glenn, <laughs> you want raw underground back from Veggie Gamer? Yeah. Veggie Gamer. Nobody wants raw underground back except for Shane McMahon somewhere.
1: If it had been like Bloodsport, it would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would have been
2: Adam Bomb. Who did he play in WCW? Is one of those masked characters. Oh yeah, he was one of the guys. Uh, Rath. get his name. Wrath, yeah, there's
1: those yeah. three. Uh, yeah. 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 And uh, it's come full circle now because uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's a downloadable character skin for Johnny Cage in the latest Mortal Kombat. Veggie Game just uh, reminded me. So, but the thing with Mortal Kombat, we should talk about this a second. I mean, Matt, do you remember what a big deal it was that there'd be like the one kid that knew all the moves to do all the fatalities? You know, and that's why people used to read video game magazines. They just want to know, like, how do I, like, rip somebody's spine out or something like that? That was that was the big secret knowledge of video games back in the early 90s.
2: It definitely was. It really, yeah. really was. Yeah. And like before, like you started looking at as a bigger guy, you definitely started looking at some of the smaller kids very differently. If they <laughs> told you they knew karate. I mean, that's serious. <laughs> In The back of my head. like, Oh, my God, he really destroyed me. He knows karate. That's he what I should kick. If he is with a crane kick. I'm done.
0: <laughs> That's what I should have done is just told all these yeah. bullies. I knew karate. It didn't
1: sure. work for Daniel LaRusso. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, although Matt, I've asked this before, given how big Street Fighter 2 was, how were you never Zangief for one Halloween? How did that never happen in the 90s or 2000s once you got big?
2: I, it's too cool to be dressing up for Halloween at that point, I'm thinking. You know.
1: Yeah. Tell you if there's a good, reboot, good call, you can though. get on that short list, though. You could be like, I'll get a mohawk. I'll do it. <laughs>
0: i'm telling you all this mortal Kombat talk you know i have a ps5 that's just collecting dust i think i might i might get the new, newest one
1: have you tried to play the new ones that are 3d it's much more complicated though
0: oh just in general games are so complicated there's buttons all over the place now and yeah. so
2: they're coming out modern warfare is coming out tomorrow modern warfare 3 so i am actually going to reboot and replug in my playstation so i can play it nice.
1: i've been playing uh spider-man 2 that just came out oh that looks amazing It is, but I just want to swing around. I don't want to have to do all these missions. No, you can, but everywhere you go, it's like like I want to turn off the mission reminders because I'm happy, I'm content just to swing through New York.
0: Can you do open world
1: on it? Yeah, it's open world. Okay. Hey. Yeah. That's that's a win.
0: Yeah. See, the problem I have is anytime I get a game for the PS5, but first I turn on the PS5, it needs to update. Yeah. Then the game needs to download. By by then it's like an hour. I'm like, forget it. You know, it is, uh, but (laughs) some of these games are worth it. I think Modern Warfare is going to be worth it. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man Two is good. Huh? Spider-Man Two like, is really good. Old
1: person. Yeah, I mean it looks really good. You can also set it so you have to do minimal stuff. Okay. And you could just swing around and like watch so, the story.
2: So because I don't have like normal TV channels anymore, we we watch it on a Roku stick. Mm. We don't. I don't see commercials really. Somehow I saw a commercial. I don't, still don't know how. Falling asleep yeah. last night, and I saw the Spider-Man Two commercial. I was like, that friggin' looks awesome.
1: Yeah, it's very well done. It looks very good. Um, I loaded that up. I loaded up Fortnite last night. It's it's this is it shows how old we're getting. Fortnite now is bringing like they have an OG Fortnite. They're taking it back to twenty eighteen, the original wow. island. And I'm like, it's been that long that Fortnite's wow. doing a retro God. thing of itself right now. Wow.
2: Very. It's a little too soon. It's gonna sell out like crazy, obviously, because everyone loves Fortnite. But um, it's still a little soon, right? Was that six years?
1: Yeah, you know what's crazy though in Fortnite, so we've got John Cena, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. So far, they're skins. There's a John Cena skin you can buy. What you could buy Becky Lynch, you could buy Bianca Belair. Do they get any money from that? Probably, it's probably uh, adjusted against their downside guarantee, right?
2: I hope they do because that's pretty damn cool, and that's a popular ass game. So hopefully they get paid on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm still so with Bloodsport, this was a home video movie when it first came out. I remember every sleepover. I probably saw this five or six times, and then it's never left cable. I'm still flipping around cable now, and it's like on HBO or stars or cinemax. Like they still show this all the time. It's never gone <laughs> away.
0: I mean, the, the amount of money they made on this, it cost like what, like one and a half million to, yeah. to make. And it made like 50 million at the box office. And I'm wow. sure it's making just a ton with these uh, repeats that they're doing. So uh, kudos to them. I mean, that it, it was the most profitable movie that the the studio had ever done up until that point.
1: And then uh, Van Dam went on to, from this to Cyborg, which I saw in theaters. That was the first Van Dam movie. I might have even seen that before this. Was um, he, uh,
0: cause Jean-Claude Van Damme is kind of dressed like Debbie Gibson, this whole movie when he's not fighting,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the style of the time.
0: I guess so, but was, uh, it's a little distracting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think he's, I think I know you talk about the acting, but I actually think it makes him more likable in this. He's more believable because he didn't have, he got so cocky in his roles and all of it, like everything blended together. After this, up until probably Time Cop. I still think Time Cop is his best movie. What? Have you watched cool.
0: Time Cop recently? More, more than Universal Soldier?
1: The first Universal Soldier is not great. I, don't so think that, I, like that. I liked it. With, with respect, none
2: of his movies are his best movies. <laughs> are, it comes down to which is the more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the movie that we laugh at, not for the reasons they intended. okay with sport with his terrible acting was hilarious okay okay let me rephrase
1: oh time cop is the best movie he is in like you you could have put anyone in that role he only does the splits once he's like he's just (laughs) there but time cop is like i'm a mark for any movie about time travel time cop is really really a good movie okay i'm with you on that
2: uh, time travel special, yeah
0: i haven't seen it
1: That's actually even more shocking than Bloodsport, just because it was so popular in, like, 1995 or 96 when it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you like time travel movies. I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, never never saw that one. uh, The only Van Damme movies I had seen before this were uh, Universal Soldier and Double Impact. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Kickboxer is, like, Bloodsport light. Mm -hmm. It's not as good. (laughs) It is. I agree. They remade it, though, with uh, Batista as the bad guy. (laughs) oh okay yeah like 2016 that was one of batista's like earlier roles
2: it's another movie i was supposed to be in
1: in really wait wait tell me that story (laughs) because they started for it they started
2: for that before 2016 if i remember correctly because i was still wrestling
1: yeah that's interesting um that would be matt that would be fascinating like, what you, you, I know there's some you can't talk about that you've told me like, off the air, but is there anything else like notable that like, you went up for where they were just seeing like wrestlers and big guys that could act?
2: I'll think about it when we're off okay. there. Like, I'll pop in my Like, for the, for instance, the one you just said, I would not in a thousand years have remembered that unless you just jogged.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember during your season of Tough it. Enough, uh, Hawk.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah. What got he got
1: to audition for Colossus in X Men 2.
2: See. Now this is where I think rumors run run amok. Oh yeah, X Men Two. Okay, fine. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's back really in
1: like, like two thousand two, two thousand three.
2: Which, God bless them. you know, power to him. But I don't know how the hell they saw that. Like, I got Well, he didn't get it. <laughs> <about> it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and uh, as Tom Makowski is pointing out, Jean Claude Van Damme wasn't the first break-in movie. Wasn't along with, with Ice T. Yeah. He's just in the background.
0: Uh-oh. Here I, I'm going to have to b- break this to you guys. I have not seen Breaking.
1: Okay, Breaking isn't the one you have to see. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo is the one to watch.
0: We'll give you a half a pass with
2: that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Breaking 2? No. Oh, Breaking 2? None is, of the Breakins. Breaking 2 is no, a fun
2: movie. No, no pass, more importantly, for that.
1: How have you not seen that? It was on every
2: day on HBO during our summer break. How did you not see it? Like on every know. single day.
0: Cause I love the title. I I, I know I know when it came out, but yeah, just never never got around to seeing that one.
2: So you didn't try to break dance when you were a kid?
1: No, he did. did. He had to stop because he was yeah. probably going to break his neck, and if you break your neck, you die.
0: Yeah, the Alfonso Ribeiro uh, <laughs> rumor.
2: <laughs> wait, so, wait, you. But this movie, like, had everything in it that rated height of breakdancing.
0: I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I missed it. I guys, love breakdancing.
2: Did your parents have cable? Did you guys have cable when you were little? Little, little?
0: we No, no. We got it later. Like okay. 85, I think, is when we got it. That's when we but got it, it. But that's when Breaking was out. But yeah, never it, it was never on
1: that I saw. Hmm. Interesting. Do you remember, Matt, and I ask you because you had a more normal childhood like mine as opposed to Raj, who was sheltered. Um, <laughs> do you remember the weird <laughs> territoriality, though, that kids would have at the schoolyard? Because I remember kids mm-hmm. almost getting in a fight over what yep. was better, Breaking or Beat Street.
2: Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. My school, we had to be a complete loser here. We made gangs. We're, I'm talking <laughs> kindergarten. We're in kindergarten, Glenn. Kindergarten it was blue devils versus red devils. <laughs> I, I can't make this crap up. So <laughs> I was in one. <laughs> and I remember I came to school. Remember when you could buy like the Mr. T stuff because he was so over. Yeah. Like, his fake chains, his uh, headband, his wristbands. I would put that on at recess and try to be like Mr. T. Oh, I think I was cool running around with the blue devils.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've told this story before, but later when I was like 14, I shaved the lines of my eyebrow like vanilla ice. Oh, so I, I mean, did that. Well, yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah. <laughs> we were easily influenced in the suburbs.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Yes. So weird. <laughs>
1: that reminds me uh, Paramount last week came out with a Millie Vanilli documentary.
0: Yeah. Oh, time. It's about time. Yeah. I saw this. uh It was one of those like behind the music, like way back in the day. That was the first it, one. It on, yeah, it was on millie Vanilli, and um at the end they're like, "Yeah, millie Vanilli, they're they're back together. They're sorting. They've got their life back together." And and he, like it left on a, a powerful note, and then it goes, "Oh, in an update, you know, Rob Vanilli died,
1: passed away." Uh, yeah. Fabrice, so Fabrice is in the new documentary. They've got a ton of archive footage of Rob. Um, but there's a fictionalized version coming out, like an actual biopic. But this is on Paramount Plus. Very good. It's two hours long, and I swear to God, I'm like so such a mark for this. But I was crying at the end, like misty eyed, wiping away the tears because they show Fab Fabrice at a concert actually singing "Blame It on the Rain." a big crowd and he sounds beautiful and i'm just like what a triumphant moment after 30 years of hell and people uh giving him shit like no this guy can really sing now he's out there and he's drawing these big crowds it was very nice but i highly recommend that documentary if you want a little more nostalgia uh from the late 80s early 90s and those songs are still bangers i don't care what anyone says
0: yeah just real quick, I'm going to answer this question yeah. real quick. Jr. Smith is asking In one of the early episodes. You mentioned an investment fund you started for your daughter that she increased her contributions to. What was it called? It's an S&P 500 uh, index uh, mutual fund through Fidelity. And it's FXAIX. So hmm. to check that out.
1: Absolutely. Um, man. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to my nephew about that same thing. I was like, you got I was like, put away $20 a week now out of your yeah. paycheck. Do something. Yeah. Like is in three years.
0: Because
1: I didn't do that. I sure as hell didn't do that. People told me to do that when I was in my 20s. And I was like, shut up, old man. I'm gonna buy a new car stereo (laughs) where the face removes and there's LEDs that light up. That's what I'm gonna do with my paycheck. Fuck investing. (laughs) Yeah. I spot the stupidest shit in my twenties.
0: Oh, didn't we? All yeah.
1: And the problem is, if you like tech... Black
0: like... lights and, and... Black
1: lights, where you get the Spencer's
0: <laughs> Gifts? I'm going
1: to get this right, foam right. that looks like poop. It's going to be incredible.
0: Yes, we used to have that. <laughs> How is Spencer's Gifts? Like the, gift like the glow-in-the-dark goos <laughs> and just so much crap.
1: Spencer's <laughs> Gifts is still in every mall. Walden Books, The Warehouse, Tower Records, Musicland, Sam Goody, all that stuff went out of business. Suncoast, Spencer's Gifts still lives on. on. Yeah. I think they sell sex toys now also. The last time i went in there i was just yeah. like this is what it's turned into i remember
0: Crazy. in the 90s that's where you go get wrestling shirts like they, oh, they yeah. always had the pre dx yeah
1: yeah uh speaking of wrestling i want to talk a little bit about crown jewel which i did not watch but i read about it mm-hmm. sure
0: so, uh, i think a couple of things stood out you know roman reigns beat la knight um which we knew. which which we knew <laughs> but but i i thought it was one of la knight's best matches roman really uh made him look like he you know la knight looked like he belonged did not look out of place his first yes. you know huge huge stage main event
2: and, and, and I, and Rome and Rome, so finish thought i'm sorry
0: oh no I, and i thought he looked great
2: he did and he let him kick out of his finishers too which i thought was big um yeah. you know most world champions especially ones that have been yeah. the champion for more than three years now pretty picky about who they let kick out of their finishers even in today's wrestling believe it or not Um, so I thought that said a lot that he, Roman like let him do that. Um, and he had his out, he had his out with, you know, Jimmy Uso getting in the way and screwing things up at the end Mm. because we had our visual false finish of him pinning him with his, his, I'm sorry, of LA Knight pinning Roman Reigns with his finisher. Um, so that was good too. They didn't have to do that and they did still was a short match though if you go back to like at most of roman's main event matches that are on pay-per-view those things are damn near an hour yeah like they're like 45 minutes this this one was like 30 minutes
0: which oh, probably or, or, to yeah probably to the benefit because that jay uso match yes. at SummerSlam was way too long and i think uh yes. i think they took the cue from that and and uh didn't you know tr- didn't try mm-hmm. to do that again uh justin toner uh, saying Roman versus La Knight was quite good. Just yeah. tired of the formula of bloodline interference. Yeah. It's old and they overdo that. To they do. COVID.
2: Okay, hear me out though. So wait here's what I was thinking how they can get out of it. Would have pissed people off, but I think it pissed them off less. They could have done a double count out there when Roman speared him through the thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Through the wall. Um I was hoping they were going to go with that so he can kind of have like a moral victory coming out of that. Your top baby or one of your top, you know, definitely your top baby face on SmackDown right now. Um mm you know, being able to talk about it afterwards, because he's not going to win the title until they're ready to pull it off Roman and put it on Cody, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, unless like you said, Raji works with Seth Rollins, which I think would be great for him.
0: Yeah. And, and I understood why they did the interference in this. I felt like in this case mm-hmm. it was warranted, but you didn't need to do it in his matches with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. you know, yeah. like that's where it's redundant. Yeah. Jay Uso. He can get some clean wins here and there, uh, and, and just to do it every match, it's just way, way overdone. Yeah, I agree.
2: Um, also on that show, I thought it was good. Um, obviously, uh, Logan Paul won the U.S. Championship against Rey Mysterio and saving Rey's ass. Um, oh, yeah. Rey Mysterio went uh, at one point in the match, jumped off the second rope to do a uh, moonsault, um, and Logan was a little bit too far away on it, but he he he, he caught him at the nick of time. Went down to his knees, still holding Ray in what looks like a tombstone position, but kept him from spiking his neck and his head mm-hmm. on the mat upside down. And then went back up and put him on his shoulder and did a running power slam, which was an audible. That was not what that move was supposed to be originally. I mean, Ray's like, oh, head
0: was like inches from hitting the mat; like he was, got it right in the nick of
2: time. Am I trying to overemphasize this or over exaggerate, rather? But like that—that's an easily up, uh, a paralyzable move that could have went awry i'm being dead serious he would have spiked himself square on top of his head in the middle of that mat
0: yeah
2: if he didn't catch him the way he did and he went down on two of his bad knee one of his bad knees he just screwed up versus roman reigns last year at ironically crown jewel uh, remember he had to have uh, surgery on his knee right mm-hmm. he being logan paul so he the fact that he went down on his knees to make sure he caught his partner in the ring is huge to any old school wrestler that watched that match and said, okay, this dude's definitely one of us. He put his body in front of his partners, his dancing partner's health. And not only that, he was quick enough on the fly to give him a running Davy boy mm-hmm. power slam, which was not what that was supposed to be. Again, that was supposed to be an offensive yeah. move by Ray Ray. So very, very impressive by by Logan Paul. He wins a U.S. title. Definitely agree with that for all the obvious reasons, right? He's a great heel. everybody hates him, and he's all over social media every time you turn it on.
0: He is, you know, so many people are like, well, yeah, he's good, he gets to rehearse his matches. Like, it, that's not yes. it, you know? It takes mm-hmm. way more than just rehearsing your matches. And who cares if he does? But especially the,
2: athletic- especially the athleticism part. Like, the stuff I just explained and what I saw, I'm telling you guys, none of us mm-hmm. at that stage in our career could have been smart enough and comfortable enough not only save our opponent in the ring, but then
0: ad-lib like that
2: in transition to a completely different move that you weren't supposed to be doing?
1: Right. Oh, was very good. And beyond the
0: moves, the stuff he does in the middle, playing to the crowd, getting that heel heat, the the timing, like just uh, carrying himself like a star in that ring. Those are things that, you know, he's been doing since his first match. It's just insane how he gets it. It's Mm -hmm. like just... uh, He's just a natural. It's, he's amazing. The one thing that was unfortunate is they came on like after the John Cena match. Yes, I and the it. crowd was so deflated after <laughs> Cena got killed by uh, Solo Sokoa that they were dead for the next two matches. I, I don't.
2: So when they're a Crown Jewel, I don't consider that real, like real fans. I'm just being honest. Like they're well. not. No meaning. Like they're. I don't feel like they're watching. Like did you see like the papered LA night? obvious wwe yeah, handed them right. out in the audience tonight yeah. to hold up hmm. la night yeah, uh, yeah. Um, printer paper basically is what it looked like <laughs> yeah. there's like hundreds of them doing it like so these are these are people minding their own business having a good time and saying oh crap wwe's coming here i'm going to take it yeah that. and then they go mm-hmm. watch and they go crazy watch it and have fun watch it but they're not as emotionally invested in it and by the like it is here it's yeah. not even close yeah. So, so 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 what I'm saying is like if, so. Somebody's not
0: over when we're when they're over there in Saudi. I don't really put any thought into it, nor do I care. Yeah, but they were hot for like uh, the first match, and when John Cena came out, they were they were really hot, and then yeah, he got it, it, they got killed. It's Cena like a wrestling. house show. It's a wrestling house show.
1: Yeah, you know, and Cena wins at house shows.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: you know they they they
0: beat Cena so often that it doesn't. I, it, I feel like it doesn't elevate anyone now when they beat Cena. Really? Was, yeah. That's but this was, one uh, maybe because he it was so dominant, but it
2: was like, good because they've been beating him too much. Sokoa with L.A. Knight and others. I'm happy he he beat Cena
0: tonight. Yeah. Um, but Austin Theory, like he didn't really get elevated by beating Cena. I, I feel like Cena mm-hmm. needs a couple wins, so when he gets beaten, it means something.
1: Mm.
2: Didn't he get one on his first one on one match in SmackDown in the last ten years or something like that? Didn't he? win that one-on-one match and they made a big deal about it It was his first win in a one-on-one match on smackdown television it was just like two months ago or a month ago
0: i think it was a tag match yeah with that tag, tag match no, with
2: oh, ellie oh got it before or after that and he had to wrestle one of the usos one-on-one i'm not remembering it but mm-hmm. go ahead and continue mm-hmm.
1: Um. Somebody tweeted at me, and this is notable to people that have uh, followed my criticism of this over the years. Sami Zayn finally won with the Blue Thunderbomb as his finisher. Oh, yeah. I mm. still think that's a badass mm. move. The Huluva Kick is Hell dumb. Hell yeah. When I say that as a major Sami Zayn fan, the Huluva yeah. Kick is dumb. Blue yeah, Thunderbomb looks incredible.
2: It's not dumb, but it's not it's not as impressive as the Blue. Yeah, you're right. The blue Thunder is much better, more impressive move.
1: Yeah. Um, so that is a big deal. Drew McIntyre lost. Is he re-signing with WWE, do you think?
0: I mean, this is the hottest I think he's been since he's been with the company. And uh, so I think, I would hope that they try. His contract's reportedly up before WrestleMania. So early April, late, late March is what it looks like. And um, I, I mean, I'd do everything I could to keep him because he is just, I feel like he is on the best run uh, of his career right now it's just he's just totally his character is so believable and at Crown Jewel um and Matt I know I know you've noted how the crowd you can't really you don't know how if the U.S. crowd is going to be the same but they were totally for Drew and by the end like they they were quiet when Seth hit the curb stomp
2: do you see what I'm saying though like that's that that's what I mean I, I don't think they're rabid Drew fans I just to see a big tall good-looking jacked guy and some weird dude coming out like again I don't think they're watching the show week by week not all the fans mm. okay I'm sure there's diehards in the audience sure but for but them, you bigger, see- the bigger part of the audience I don't think I think they're casuals
0: could you see fans turning on Seth though with his cackling and the, the the crazy outfits and
2: not in our society in, in America in 2023 now.
0: Okay.
2: Unless he cheats, if he cheats yeah. and then starts being Dicky Seth, yes. But yeah. if not, and he's just coming out wearing the weird suits and his cackling and his weird stuff, they're gonna they just want to come sing his dumb song, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it, I think it's it's too boring to have the two main championships, uh, the main championship on each brand, just be on lock for this long.
2: Do we think that it's not going to be on lock with seth i think he anybody when i see any like even drew in the ring with him tonight again any given point when he's in there with somebody of equal value i do i can see him losing it yeah Um, more at least more than roman
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sure they're gonna do a rematch at probably survivor series or something
2: i I do not want to see drew beat him for it by the way
0: no i think what what if you have drew beat him and then you have La knight versus uh, drew at wrestlemania Uh, if if drew were to resign it's not as good of a
2: match for for LA Knight. If we're real LA Knight fans here, we want to see him do his best, right? We want him working Seth Rollins. Dude, he puts on the amazing matches with, for his okay. opponent.
1: Um, so as Veggie Gamer, uh, we were going to talk about Ric Flair and All Elite. Veggie Gamer saying now that Ric Flair's All Elite, Cena's going to break Ric Flair's Ooh. record. <laughs> Ooh, hoo,
2: hoo, hoo. can't see that. Not with not with Charlotte Flair still wrestling for them and still being box office for them um
1: she's gonna break the record
0: she should be the one that probably but yeah Cena you know Cena's going back to Hollywood (laughs) you know once the SAG strikes over um and it sounded like they were making progress so I don't think he's gonna be uh in WWE much longer if if maybe that was his his last match who who knows
2: so can can I say about she veggie gamer brought it up about uh Ric Flair signing with AEW Mm -hmm. um I'm sure everybody's heard that by now I, I mean just real quick, I'm shocked that W that he was even free to be able to sign with AEW. Um, because if I'm WWE, I'm locking up Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. They can't go wrestle anywhere else. They can't show up on my competitors' programming. I'm just gonna pay them money to stay home because those are our legends. If I'm WWE, you're our legends. You may, especially Hulk Hogan. Um, you major, you cut your teeth with us. We own you. <laughs> not, you know what i mean so to speak right. and i say that tongue-in-cheek i don't mean that in sincerity but like right. they're legends they're the two biggest legends of all time i would wrap sign them any which way i can have them make appearances here or there as I mean, as much or less as you want but i damn sure not gonna let them go to my competition mm. that's for sure mm-hmm. so i i don't know i mean he's not gonna he's not look like i said when i was with tna when hulk hogan came in rick flair came in uh, Hardy, RVD. You've heard me say this a hundred times, right? right. It didn't boost the ratings, but like some decimal point, a couple of decimal, like a few decimal points, right? Mm-hmm. We were constantly doing a 1.1, 1.2. We went to a 1.4 with Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and all the aforementioned names. So, <laughs> yeah. do I think Ric Flair going to EW is going to like boost the ratings? No, of course not. But do I think if half that locker room is smart enough to pick his brain, if he's going to be there at TV, pick the dude's brain? He wants to help people. He wants to teach. Mm-hmm. He wants to packs his wisdom on um i think you can use him that way i don't think going to be an agent or anything along the lines but i could see him being uh, speaking parts and like what what we've seen lately you know the only thing i'd be careful with rick is will he be down to go with what you want him to say in a promo if you're not vince and you're not wwe rick can go off you know what what was written for him or what was not nothing's ever written for him but what what he was supposed to say right um and it's funny when he does usually. It's usually really good funny stuff like the stuff with him and Jay Lethal going back and forth. That was hilarious.
0: Yeah. And what what, what you mentioned with Flair, the uh the episode he was on, not not the last one, but the, the week before, it was actually the lowest rating they did all year. Uh, it's the lowest it's least watched episodes and uh down 25% from the year before. So I, I, I almost did. feel like AEW's overdoing the legends, you know. They got with edge and Christian and Jerry, you know, they've just got so many now that, um, yeah. Uh, some of their, their, their own guys are kind of getting, you know, lost in the shuffle a little bit.
2: Yeah. Kenny Omega should be a much bigger deal. Um, you know, what do you say? Glenn?
1: Sorry. I was, I was going to say, it also seems that it's antithetical to when being the elite started the bucks and Kenny, they used to make fun of stuff like this mm-hmm. of like, Oh, we're bringing in all these old guys. Yeah. um it, it feels like this is a little bit like punk rock punk rock band signing out and selling with a major signing with a major label um it's just really changed and i think that's why i mean there's backlash from the fans on that to your point about wwe even if they paid him and they sat home because certainly rick had some resurfaced controversies in dark side of the ring um i right. the thing that i think is weird about it and is a bit hypocritical is that tk was like calling out vince for all the things he's been accused of and uh, you know, uh. the court stuff. And then he signs Rick, who's got the same, a similar baggage um, in a lot of ways. And uh, it just seems strange, you know, but it's still insane. Yeah, it's uh, it shows, all it shows is that uh, Tony's a hypocrite by signing Rick if he's going to... And, and Tony's dismissed a lot of people for similar allegations in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't even remember the dude's name. Yeah. But there, were, there was a few. There was a few people that got let like, go from AEW over some allegations. So... Mm-hmm. It's uh it's just odd um but I think that Tony Khan what what I think this is all showing us is he's like there's you know it's like with the Marvel movies people are like oh Marvel has this master plan it's like WWE has a master plan AEW doesn't have a master plan Tony keeps changing based on where he's at from month to month with a lot of this it seems like AEW's
0: been getting a lot of flack especially this week <clears throat> um you know i didn't think the last episode of dynamite was that bad but apparently i mean people were just really uh hating on it and it does feel like they need to kind of get their ducks back in a row it feels like well, they're um,
2: they, they got to yeah they got to go back what, what brought them i hate to say what brought them to the dance right but what they started with the nucleus of those young guys that were young exciting to watch they weren't household names yet so we who want who doesn't want to get behind their favorite Rock band that nobody's really heard of yet, and you want to be the one to go spread it to all your friends, right? That's what mm-hmm. AEW was, and um, they're losing that. You know, I know you can mix and match both. TNA tried to do it as well, but TNA lost its luster doing it too much and overkill by bringing all those old guys in. Um, you know what I mean? So, so I, there has to be a happy medium there somewhere. I think they did have it there for a minute,
0: but then they just uh, let too many in, way too many in. Yeah. You look at where they were in 2021 and they were just hot, you know, that summer, that right. fall. I mean, they were, they look like, you know, Chris Jericho. I remember when he said we're going to be beating raw in three months. And it's like the, the 1849 ratings weren't all that off. And, but now you right. know, the, the, the gap is just so wide. Yeah. now.
2: Dude, every segment was banging on that show. Like yeah. they had my total attention from beginning of that show to the end of the show. Like I wasn't clicking around. Like
0: I loved that show. Yeah. It's, and they have the talent they could definitely get back there they just need to i don't know i i, I know edge and christian that's such a natural feud but uh, you know again it's just it just comes across as a wwe rehash let me
2: we're probably not going to get turnaround time fast enough here but i just want to put it out there to any the fans that are watching this right now as far as you guys really prefer mjf as a baby face or would you rather see him as a heel just i'm very very mm. curious about that because he's killing it obviously yeah right He's just shown what a great actor he is, and his chops are just enormous, right? He can pull off anything you throw to him. Basically, he's proven. But I still want to see him back. I, don't, I shouldn't be uh, uh, contaminating my own question I asked the fans, but I'm going to. <laughs> but
1: Matt, I'm, sh- I'm with you. It yeah. should be like that documentary, the MJF documentary that came out those years ago. You should keep <laughs> baby best. facing it, the and best. then there should be some big reveal, like all the stuff you should be talking about like doing charity work with sick kids, all these things, and it should come out that it was all staged.
2: Was such a great show what do you call it again a documentary, a documentary yeah. Yeah. yeah great documentary
1: yeah that's what it should be that. though he should super baby face and then it should all be a lie
2: yes i'm waiting yeah. for that shoe to drop i've been waiting for it but now i think they've got to
0: run with him his face i think everybody thinks they have to do it now
2: but um go
0: Oh, I was going to just say, like, right now as a baby face. They also kind of make him look like a dork a lot. Like, you hmm. know, when he's backstage on The Last yeah. Dynamite trying to get tag partners and everyone's rejecting him and he's like, yeah. you know, like... It's uh, way
2: too early for that. Like, that should be something four years, five years from now. He still needs... To, I just think you need to be, be the dicky Healy he's been. He's so yeah. entertaining doing it. Yeah. Fans are still going to pay money to see him because he's so good at being a
0: dick. Yeah. yeah. And more Roddy Piper, less Miz is what I'd like to see from him, you know. <clears throat> yeah.
1: It'll be yeah. interesting. Um, NXT's still been pretty good. Although this last mm. week, Halloween Havoc part two was not good as good as part one. Like, um, the ma- like Carmelo versus Dragonoff was good. Trick Williams came back, caused a distraction. Baron Corbin attacked Dragonoff backstage. Like, there were some good moments, but it was nowhere near as fun as part one with Chase U winning the tag titles. Uh, we'll see what Wouldn't they're gonna do sure- with the women's division.
2: What, why do you like to chase you so much?
1: It's just a fun gimmick. Remember, I think, uh, well, so when it started, it was fun because what he was doing was like Sam Kinison and back to school. It was just Andre Chase just yelling at his students and losing his shit every week in promos. But it's a fun gimmick. The crowd gets into it. They chant along. It's a very NXT gimmick back to like SAWFT soft. It's something the whole crowd gets behind. Everyone has fun with it. And they've been telling a good story with Thea Hale, who was like the star student now hanging out with JC Jane, who's the bad influence. And I think they're going to do like a My Fair Lady thing with JC Jane where Andre Chase tries to get her to straighten up and fly right. Like, remember, dude, this is a TV show that features wrestling. It's a fun show. do,
0: do Do you see that gimmick working on the main roster, though? I think... Because ultimately, isn't that the whole point? Is to it's a shame that's the whole point, Raj.
1: Um, no, it could work on the main roster. I think the audience could get involved in it, it'll be a whole thing. Um, but I think that Tony D'Angelo is a better main roster gimmick. I think there's some stuff that's going to translate better. But dude, the tag division is fucked on the main roster right now. As long as those belts are unified, like the tag division is pointless because you can really only feature two teams
0: splitting them up just makes them mean less. I, I, I think it's, uh, I think they should unify all the titles again. I think having two world titles kind of sucks.
1: Um, yeah, but, but they don't like telling stories that don't involve titles. That's no, the for filler. Sure. On the that's always
0: market. been the case with tag titles. Even if you split them up, it's still going to be the, the same thing. You're going to have one yeah. tag feud on each
1: show. Um, But no, I, th- I still think NXT is fun, man. Like I'm never bored when I watch that show, they cram 20 segments into two hours where SmackDown does like eight. You know, and Raw yeah. somehow has three hours. that oh, feels like maybe, five
2: hours. Maybe I'll go back and try to watch it again.
1: You know, and Matt and you're it's funny because I mean, dude, like you look at the live crowd there. If I lived closer, I would absolutely go to NXT tapings like wow. the ones I've been to were so much fun.
2: Okay.
1: Even the house show loop is fun. I just I like watching talent that I mean, dude, it's the same. The reason why AEW was so much fun for the first year. It was constant just new, 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 new every yeah. week it was like i mean do people in aw pop pop for too fast too fuego like yeah. when you're constantly changing it up when it's a variety show you know i think that's when it's a lot of fun yeah
0: okay yeah. i did want to ask you matt uh what are your th- i wanted to ask both of you um tony khan uh earlier this week or well last week uh, was once again hyping uh, an important announcement before the show. He said it's going to be a huge announcement uh, mm-hmm. coming up on the show. He made the announcement it was that the all in pre sale starts now and tickets go on sale next month. So that was a big announcement, and it, they've just been gradually getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, <laughs> you know, to, to where now they're they've kind of become a uh, self-parody a little bit
1: yeah it's michael scott it's like well what do you think the announcement's gonna be
2: (laughs) (laughs) so let me okay let me say this this was my company um, and ticket sales are not what they've been right especially when they double back to the past town they've been to right we've seen a decrease in their ticket sales um so if that's the case like wouldn't i want to hype up this so everybody's not talking about it but at least it's right out there in front of everybody and it's it's no i can't even say that i can't even finish saying that to be (laughs) honest and have a straight face and say i can't no you're right he's he is the boy's cried wolf um with all these multitudes of different huge big announcements then they've always my favorite word glenn
0: decrescendoed along (laughs) the way yeah it's it's one thing i mean it's great to promote you know promote all in be like yeah sure. we're going to announce all in tickets uh yeah. ticket details tonight on dynamite you know tune in but uh you, when, when you, you build keep it doing up like that, that. You, yeah you lose the faith of your fans
2: i agree with that you do and, and but, yeah i'm trying to find a way to defend them here because i want like want aw do good we can't keep sure. i want people to keep crapping on them because like as a wrestler like i would have killed to have another place to to go wrestle and actually pay the kind of money aew pays today you kidding me um you know what i mean so i just like try to keep it with a proper scope of knowing a lot of you know my friends are toward the end of the career now but are still wrestling Mm. um Mm. and wrestling in general needs that damn competition even if WWE doesn't think it's competition there's still things from AEW they've taken um without Mm. they've shot things i've seen in other things um so it's just it can only make the business better right so Mm that's why i know everyone gets pissed i'm like well this is why we're saying this because we want it to be better matt so if we point this out maybe they'll turn things around and they won't do these stupid things anymore maybe maybe i hope so i do i just don't know what they're going to do though with a roster with all of these older guys now mm-hmm. where they have all these young studs stars like that that should be stars i i should say um yeah. because they all should have been matched up with a like Ed should not be in there with christian Ed should be in there with friggin uh what's his name um
0: jay white or someone like that yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. any pick any of them uh, you know Mm um those types of matchups is what they should be doing with 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 these the so-called quote unquote more established talent from wwe Mm -hmm. yeah i agree you know and have your AEW guys by the way beat
1: them
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely
1: yeah it'll be interesting i mean the problem you know what the problem is and wwe suffers from this all the time if people want to talk more about what's going on behind the scenes and what's going on on camera
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: like that's not good attention no. yes it captures no, I'm the imagination but not in a good way right you're right you
2: know
1: yeah. and wwe is kind of finally coming out of that like okay now vince isn't involved in creative endeavors good. They're writing good GK's, stuff. I got yeah.
2: whoever, whoever's writing their stuff. I have no clue. I just know it's been better these last. I'd say year, year know Whenever thing- that blood, whenever Bloodline started with Sami Zayn, is when yeah. I really noticed. Wow, like this is getting better.
0: I feel like SmackDown has been a lot better. I feel like Raw has just been the same show. It's every starting week. To- every week, it's the it's yeah. the Judgment Day versus Sammy, Cody, and Jay. You know, some variation of that.
2: Can we say this though really quickly? I mean, cut you off, but but real oh. quick, Raj. When when Judgment Day first started, I did not think it was going anywhere. I was like, yeah. "They're a bunch of no disrespect to them, real Ripley and a bunch of mid carders, essentially." But but look what they've done with that. Yeah, Dom. Do you guys do not remember where Dom was tagging with his <laughs> no, dad. He's great. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? None of us predicted he was going to have this kind of heat. Are you kidding me? None of us could come with a country mile predicting that back then, um, when he was still babyface tag teaming with his dad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then. You have Rhea, which we always knew was going to be the stud star of the group, of course. But Damian Priest was the 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 guy that we could see the potential in, but yeah. hasn't hit it yet. Right? But, like, my point is, they're on so much because they're trying to do what they did with Bloodline, right? Mm-hmm. Ramming us over the head with the branding hammer. Branding, 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 branding of that group. um, For us to take them seriously, and I think everyone now does. I think everyone does really look at that group, especially with their interactions with Bloodline. Um, you know, real gangster as hell, like manipulating and wheeling and dealing with Roman and the bloodline. And like, I thought like she jumped like
1: five levels off of that, honestly. I really do. How are we not getting that?
2: She looked like bigger stars than them. I'm just going to be real. She did. That's what I'm
1: saying. How are we not getting that for Survivor Series, Bloodline versus Judgment Day?
0: I pay to see that. I really (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't. In in War Games?
1: Yeah, that would, I mean, that's Uh, the biggest War Games match they have. If we just get you know judgment mm-hmm. day versus a motley crew like cody and <laughs> a KO. motley crew
0: ko <laughs> and sammy <Yeah>. and Jay.
1: <laughs> yeah like that's just gonna be like okay I, i've <laughs>
0: seen this match for the last five months
1: yeah, yeah. i mean Thank give you. us yeah. bloodline like yeah. that's the fight man that's what people that's avengers versus x-men territory that's what and, people want to mm. see you're yeah, going.
0: and to your point, Matt, I, I agree that they've done a great job with the judgment day as a group. i just they're just doing the same match every week. It's Sammy against one of them, that Cody makes the save yeah. at the end, and there's a brawl. Or, or that TJ, if they do win, TJ McDonough somehow gets in there and
2: screws around, and you know <laughs> what I mean? And then they're, they're, his team wins somehow.
1: Why yeah. is McDonough like he just like he's the the like, uh, uh, I can't even think of like I'm trying to think of like a dumb add on, like he's the cousin Oliver. A Brady Bunch he, reference of the. Yeah, of the he, he's day. the
0: Brandon I'm Cutler reading. of the elite.
1: Yeah, it's like, why is this dude hanging out with them? Nobody likes J.D. McDonough.
2: Okay, hear me out. Do you think when I first saw that I was like, hmm. second time I saw, it, I was like, okay, because this, when he first started, Rio was red, white hot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's not now, but she was really sizzling, white hot at the time. And I was thinking, like, they're gonna, they're gonna have to make her baby face. They're cheering for her like crazy. Mm-hmm. um and I'm like, maybe that's what they're going to do. They're going to take her out of this group. Maybe they're just sliding this dude in the back door and there's moving everybody up in that, organiz- in that group up one level, maybe. And Damien's the leader or what's it? name? Finn Balor's the leader, maybe. I don't know. I
1: mean, you know what would be amazing is if she turns face and then Dominic turns face. He's like, I've put my life of oh. crime behind me. I'm now teaching, like, I'm going to prisons to teach inmates how to read. Like, he's <laughs> doing, like, all this. Like, I was a bad person in the past, but now I'm on the straight and narrow. I found God. Like, it would be incredible. Like, a really obnoxious face term from them.
2: So, uh- all right. I still think he needs something. He needs another, like what he did with what, what happened with him and his family in that storyline yeah. is what led to them booing him out of the building. That's what started it, right? Is him like grabbing his mom and <laughs> the audience and like shaking her and the sister trying to smack him, but him catching it and like calling her stupid, like as silly as that sounds being called stupid, like it resonated. That audience wanted to kill him that night <laughs> then it just built from there where he needs another moment like that um i don't know what it would be though to get that kind of red hot heat again uh, he has I'm it already he does he is the most in all wrestling
1: god so uh dylan matthews saying put finn and aj and the good brothers together Ooh. i was just gonna say the Ooh. the oc now is so like ice cold it. yeah wait who oh it is but i like that yeah. idea no that'd be i good. love that idea but it's so, I mean, like it's just so nothing judgment
0: judgment day, kick, uh, kick Finn out. Everyone's expecting Damien priest to leave, but you kick Finn out and re, you know, reform that group. That would be be pretty awesome. Yeah, it would.
1: Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Survivor series. Now though, is like, what, three weeks away. I have no clue what to expect.
0: (sighs) Yeah. They're they're doing war games. So there's probably going to be two war games matches. And I, I would guess Seth versus drew again. Um,
1: yeah. Where's the brand? I mean, we need an invasion. We need like a brand, the red no. and the blue or something.
0: Yeah. They've dropped all that.
1: No, but that's the <laughs> point. I mean, well, the last time they <laughs> did it, what one when NXT was involved that year, that was an incredible pay per view, and that was separate than the that year was... when Becky got bloodied up. No. Didn't
2: NXT win that year? Like yeah. NXT won a lot matches. that year. Yeah, yeah, they won
0: the most I think on on that
2: show. That was that was interesting. That was a good pay per view, and I remember that face was that the face off they had with um, Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar no uh yeah. battle Royal? no that was, that was the royal, royal rumble. rumble royal rumble right, yeah yeah sorry that was cool so see was how ww screwed up Keith Lee though
0: once they brought him in
2: you had the whole audience chant for
0: Keith Lee and that
1: stand know. down
2: with
0: him and Brock Lesnar and they ruined it hey, they haven't done much with him in AEW either like they they had that no. feud with him and Swerve that started like Swerve like put a brick through him like stomped a brick on him and then they it just got dropped completely
2: so i'm going to say this i'm a huge swerve fan now i yeah, he's watching this stuff. Awesome. He's getting better and better, but like he's getting better on the mic too. He's mm-hmm. more confident. Um, I also saw him. I don't know if you guys saw this, but you should have said this because you live in Colorado. But did you see like Mark Henry? Uh, oh, god, what's the tag team's name from AEW? Come on, most popular tag team. What's their name? Young Bucks he's
1: no. champion. Uh, oh. oh, trios,
2: he's they, they got Gunner. so
0: many titles now.
1: Oh, uh, the, uh,
2: acclaimed, Max, yeah, the, acclaimed. Uh, the acclaimed, the acclaimed was there. Mark Henry was there, and so was Swerve Scott to go talk to the Colorado Buffalo College football team. It was like oh. their third week. And just to, you know, give him a pep talk and, and things like that. And uh, Swerve sitting there just looking like the biggest star of the bunch, the way he was dressed. I was just like, everything about that kid just screams star. Like, nice. yeah. he's never off. Like, the other guys were wearing, like, their pay-per-view T-shirts, like that I probably would have too at the time right. um, if I was still wrestling. But like he made sure that he was wearing like nothing but like jean jacket, jean pants, bandana. Like he looked like a star. You yeah. thought he was a rapper, uh, an athlete, like or like in this case a pro wrestler. Like he looked like a star. Yeah, and I just kind, love everything he's doing.
0: Yeah, he carries himself like a star. He looks like a star. I mean, he's he's got he it. Does. And I think they're doing a good job with him and you know with him and Hangman. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's.
1: Uh, I want to put it Uh, out there because we've got a really good live audience right now before we wrap. If anyone has any questions for us or anything, I mean, look, we appreciate everyone's support. Thank you, everyone who's subscribing, spreading the word. It's interesting doing this on our own versus when we used to do this through an established site. We've been building our audience slowly. But I have to say, like, this community that we've got, you guys that have followed followed us here, like, this has been so much fun doing this and getting to just hang out and uh, hang out with you all every week, especially recording this live.
0: Yeah, yeah let me, uh, let's me let get a couple of these. Veggie uh, Gamer is saying, well, I'm sure you have, but just checking, you have seen the original RoboCop. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> we should do that one week and, and, no. and talk about how RoboCop no. saves Sting.
2: Okay, I'll talk about that. But...
0: Uh, so glad to see you guys back together. How many Degrassi references from Glenn have I missed? It's
1: funny, (laughs) that that was funny on the Wink podcast. I made an offhand reference to Degrassi once and you like, like, holy shit, I remember that from from junior high and high
2: school. They made you watch it in health class.
1: Yeah. And it was just like, okay, now everybody like write an essay answer. Like, what are you going to do to avoid teen pregnancy? It was like, look, teacher, I can't even figure out how to get a girl to go on a date with me. I'm not really worried (laughs) about teen pregnancy right now. I'm nowhere near this. Like, no, this, this is nowhere near. Like another... In fact, could you tell me, <laughs> teacher, like what I should away. be doing here to maybe have teen pregnancy be something I have to worry about, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh,
0: Tom McCloskey, Uh Question for Matt. Do you like Theater of Pain?
1: Oh, yeah. It's the
2: second best Motley Crue album of all time. Dr. Feelgood being the first? Dr.
0: Feelgood oh. has to be. Yeah. God, you posers. You <laughs> posers.
2: No <laughs> uh too fast for love
0: oh yeah okay oh no
2: i take that back live Wire, the first one Okay. really um, just because it was the first one and nobody really thought knew who they were like i said earlier like you okay. want to know that like, this is your band and nobody else knows them just yet so when they came out with smoking in the boys room as their first like big video that came out for them everyone then jumped on the bandwagon
0: <laughs> uh dylan matthew two-parter for all three does WWE have a chance in getting Will Ospreay? And does CM Punk show up at Survivor Series? I
2: I hope so. I do. I don't like how it ended for him with AEW. I'm still pissed about how that ended. All all around, obviously. Um, With with how it started, it was such a feel-good moment for all of wrestling, not just AEW. And they somehow squandered it, and it got all screwed up, right? So for his benefit to put his own exclamation mark at his own pro wrestling career i'd like to see him get one more time with wwe so uh, my answer is i'm hoping you're right and then uh osprey i i've heard him say in interviews he doesn't care if he goes there or not a lot of people do say that until they do go there aj used to say it i used to hear it all the time um lots of stars that that maybe didn't think they'd get there at one point or another in their career say that because you have to say that because you're working for a different company at the time you should say yeah ew all the way guys Or all japan wrestling all the way new japan yeah and shake your right. pom-poms, because that's who's paying you. Mm-hmm. But I hope Ospreay gets there. He deserves, and then some, to get there. He is so damn good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't see CM Punk showing up at Survivor Series, and I, I do think it, it, Ospreay ends up going to AEW. It, he just seems like the kind of guy that Tony will not let WWE sign. You can see they had him beat Jericho at, at, at all-in. Right. I just, don't, I just don't see Tony letting uh, Ospreay get away.
1: He's
2: let frigging Cody Rhodes get away. Part of the damn founders
0: of the company. Yeah, but I think there was more to that um, with Osprey. You know? I mean, I've, only rumors, but, but you know, okay. the, can't really say. But um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, they both basically said that they're never going to talk about it. whatever happened. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. still a pretty big deal to let your you know top. Your, one of your four founding members of your damn company. And you see him and you see Jade and you know, WWE is really, you know, they're not like they're coming in from AEW. So we're going to bury them. They're like shooting them to the moon. So uh, good Mm -hmm. for them.
2: Has, have I missed it yet? Has Jade done anything yet physically yet or no? Still no. No. Okay. Okay.
0: Good. She shouldn't be yet. good.
1: Um, And the CM Punk man, like it's the people keep talking about it so much. Who knows at this point, uh beer money wants to know any movies of the past 20 years based in the 80s uh that we enjoyed uh beer money calling out the horror movie totally killer which we recommended on this show is a great one that's based in the 80s um i mean i I think stranger stranger things does a really good job okay
0: Okay. if that counts
1: i was gonna
2: say i can't find one in my head i can't think of one that was nowadays or whatever that was set in the 80s but stranger (sighs) things is a good one
1: the problem yeah. is, do you guys have this when you watch something? Like, I was watching the Goosebumps thing on Disney Plus and it's set in the 90s, and they'll play a song, and I'll be like, this is supposed oh. to be 1994. The song came out in 97. Like, yeah. I'm a cranky old man yeah. when it comes to that shit.
2: <laughs> there, there's that yeah. show. I've got the name of it. It's like a murder. Cold Case. Cold oh, Case yeah. has very good soundtrack. If they ever produce a soundtrack, I would buy it, because they always have all the hits from that year that the so-so, whatever person is on the show died, and they're trying to figure out who their killer was and go back and figure out this really dust off the box of the cold case and try to dig back in and figure out who the murderer was. Anyways, they always go back in time with these little time warps and they show like they'll have music playing in the background. It's never accurate to the year that it's supposed to be. And it drives me nuts.
1: Yeah.
0: What what was that movie with uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? There's the creepy rabbit costume in it. Donnie Darko. Um, Donnie Darko. That was based in the 80s, right? Patrick yeah. Swayze was in it. It's older. I think that came out in the 90s, but I think that, that's, that was a good one.
1: You know what I really like? Um, there's a movie from 2015 called The Final Girls, and it takes place in modern day. It's actually similar to Totally Killer, but a girl's mom was an actress in a Friday the 13th-like movie, and she's able to travel into the movie in the 80s, mm-hmm. so she finds herself like, reconnecting with her mom as this character it's it's a very good horror movie uh with again i love the mix of like t- it's got a time travel element but that was really good um but yeah i don't know i mean the problem is that you watch a lot of this stuff i mean it it chapter one had a very good i think it captured the spirit of 89 pretty well when that came out but yeah it's tough it's tough to do i think i think it you know it's and we're gonna have it with different lines because we lived through that so you watch something like that and you're just like oh they got this wrong they got this wrong. Um. Yeah, it's a little challenging. Yeah. uh speaking of self-reflection and traveling into movies, Bigfoot Sneakerhead wants to know, talk about the Last ah, Action Hero.
2: Time out. Let's slow down. We remember Bigfoot Sneakerhead. I've not, brother. I've not talked to you forever. Hope you're doing good, man. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Glenn, got and ask you a question.
1: No, Last Action Hero is similar to what I was talking about with Final Girls. That's a really fun movie because it's a like that movie got so overshadowed by Jurassic Park. Like nobody talks about Last Action Hero, but it's fun because a kid travels into a movie and mm-hmm. is interacting with Arnold Schwarzenegger as this character, and he's trying to explain, like, no, this is a film. Like, there's a lot of really good jokes in the movie. I don't remember that movie. I just remember Arnold being in it.
0: Yeah, I have, I, I don't I don't remember it either. I gotta I gotta rewatch that.
1: Yeah, I you know I actually hadn't seen that movie till like five years ago, and I was like, oh, this was so ahead of its time with just yeah. like making fun of things and poking like Arnold poking fun at himself. It's a it's a good movie. I highly recommend it. Um
0: it yeah, kind of bombed, right? Like that Schwarzenegger was on a roll and then that movie kind of I don't know if it bombed, but it didn't do as well as it was
1: expected. Well, it didn't do with Jurassic Park? did. Jurassic Park was like the biggest movie of all time for that yeah. summer. But it's true that yeah, we don't have movies like Die Hard, Terminator, Rambo. Like it's now most of the action movies have become direct to video or netflix that one with chris hemsworth, hemsworth um extraction like that's no. a big bombastic action movie i don't know it, it's it's tough to capture that because i look at stuff like uh, cliffhanger or die hard like the smart action movies i feel like we don't get as many of those anymore or we get ones that are too smart and it's like i can't follow this like the mission <laughs> impossible movies i can't tell you what happened in any mission impossible movie it's yeah. too fucking complicated
0: or (laughs) tenant I I didn't I didn't know what was going on in that movie (laughs) um Uh, all right yeah well well, everyone thanks for joining us in the chat yeah you guys were you guys were great did you guys all subscribe that's the question
2: did you all subscribe please tell your friends post on your social media if you can with the link and tell everybody to please subscribe you know how this works uh we're all doing this because we it's been a while since we've been able to do it a lot of you guys have been asking about us wanting to do a re, like a, a what do you call it like a not a tribute show but like a, a reunion reunion show they asked for thanks Clay reunion show and so we decided to do this instead and and so far it's been a lot of fun it's just three friends hanging out BSing with one another and uh, talking about our childhoods talking about pop culture. Mainly pop culture, especially in our childhoods, in the 80s, um, but also today's wrestling. So again, please tell a friend about this and absolutely, positively, please subscribe.
1: Yeah, Maybe and, and hit the
0: like button. It really helps with the YouTube algorithm. Since please. we're a new show, uh, any any help uh, with the algorithm, you know, really helps us out a lot. So and leave a please hit like, hit subscribe, leave a comment. We'll we'll especially early in the week, we'll try to answer as many comments as we can. So so please yeah. leave one, and uh, we really appreciate it.
1: And soon we'll start doing a rewatch series where we rewatch old episodes of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, <laughs> and then oh, talk yeah. about it. no, <laughs> that would be
0: terrible. That'd be <laughs>
2: so you like, guys what you guys what you guys get to see with this is like what me raj and glenn would be doing before we would start the wrestling <laughs> podcast you now get to see you know right. us without any kind of uh what's the word Raj's filter. actually yeah your
0: filter
1: yeah Oh well, raj was always the one like spring bring your it back filter. on topic guys Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah uh beer money's asking you every every sunday uh at 7 eastern so definitely yeah. uh Thanks for, yes. thanks for checking us out. Um, and love
2: your week. name. Best yes. tag, best most underrated tag team in history. Beer money. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week. We'll announce it on social media. I don't know if you guys have anything that springs you to mind.
0: Said die Hard and Cliffhanger. I think both. Yeah, are. we
1: could talk about Die Hard and Cliffhanger. I mean, we could talk about Die Hard. Yeah. Cliffhanger's Die Hard on the should Mountain. should we
0: wait for if we Die Hard? Should we wait until uh,
1: Christmas, Christmas time? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Like the holidays and everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, dude, we'll I went to out. the universal in hollywood friday and the super mario world was like too much it's like i can't hang out with this they've got a new nintendo land they're gonna open one in florida too but they've got this mario kart ride and i've never felt like older where just all these kids running around punching bricks and blocks with their like mario wristbands all these people cosplaying as mario and i'm just it just was like this game is like 40 years old I remember playing this and it was just weird to see an entire land themed like Mario.
2: You you can run around and punch bricks and stuff.
1: Yeah. If you buy, well, if you buy the little wristband, it's like Harry Potter with the wand that you pointed everything the way they do it there. Yeah. You buy your your wristband and go around and hit stuff. They're going to open it as part of Epic Universe, the new park in Orlando. They're going to have an entire Nintendo land. that will be bigger. But this was insane. It made me feel very old. What park is it going to be at? Universal? Well, they're opening a third one, so there's Universal, Islands of Adventure, Yeah. And now they're opening Epic Universe, so it's going wow. to be part of that, a universe. not
2: even know that. How'd you know Yeah.
1: That? Wow. I, I pay attention to man.
2: When were you having it here in Florida? Do you know?
1: Uh, I think oh, Epic Universe opens in, like, the next year or so. Damn. See. That sounds yeah, cool. Orlando. Yeah, dude. Like, the Orlando theme parks are so much better than the... Uh, yeah, summer 2025. So there you go. Cool. You. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Oh yes, the wizard with Fred Savage. It's like <laughs> I watched that on cable a couple weeks ago. I, I like it's so weird that I went to a movie because it was like they're gonna show part of Super Mario Three in this movie. You're gonna see yeah. Super Mario Three early. <laughs> Go see this movie with Fred Savage. Yep. Cool guys. Well we'll catch you back here next week on Gigantic Pop, everybody. Take care.